Okay. Okay, we're ready. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Friday for those of you who are live. Happy whatever day of week it is for you whenever you're tuning in. Incredible how how quick this week is going. We have a guest that's coming in from Mexico. Happy good morning, Bella. It's an honor to be with you. We've been talking about this idea of thought for those that have been joining us now. We are knee deep into this world of thought and trying to understand it because the more we can understand it and demystify it, the more we're able to control it and influence it. So that's where we are. And let's see if we can sort of like close out a little bit. Yesterday, last night on the Shabbat show, we spoke about converts. And what was so telling to me from the show last night, and it really applies to everybody who, who upgrades their beliefs. It's not just converting from one religion to the next. It could be people that, that, that take on more responsibility or take on greater learning. You see this all the time with people. People that are bali tshuva, people that are growing in their own spirituality. What you see many times, again, we're back. For those who did see the show or didn't see the show, to me, the, the show of, and I, I'm going to say it, it's going to sound crazy, but just let me get there. So when I, don't clip this. Like, you know, you got to get me to the, you got to you gotta get me to the end of the sentence over here. Because what I'm about to say right now is not going to make sense until I explain it. But we did a show on recovery from addiction. And we did a show on converts and they felt very similar to me. What is recovering people that have recovered from addictions and people that have, have converted have in common in both cases they had to dig to some place they didn't know existed in order to accomplish the thing they needed to accomplish in the case of someone who's recovering from an addiction of course there's a lot that goes on i don't mean to minimize it but if you really can, in my opinion, break it down, it's what we're talking about. It's thought. It's the ability to identify that source that is you, that is above and beyond the actual thoughts that are addicted to doing that thing. In the case of from last night and then the people that we were talking about we are i was talking to people that had deep connections to their religions deep connections to their lives deep connections to their to their histories and they felt something they saw something they believed something so if you can almost go into the journey of somebody who is growing in their own religion whether they were born into it or they weren't born into it and there are a lot of people like this. There are people that are with, that you're listening to right now. You're like this. You know you're like this. You know your background. You know how much you've grown in your spirituality. You may be related to people like this. You may be born to people like this. Who grew exponentially in their relationship to something spiritual. So there's... The, the, the addiction stuff required to go deeper to break some mental connection. But guess what? When a person grows spiritually, what they're doing it, without even realizing it 
is that they are identifying a source from within them that is saying the normal course of how my brain operates, what is typical for me on a regular day, what is normal for me in the foods that I eat or the places that I go or the clothes that I wear or the words that I use or the things that I do or don't do. This has been programmed into my brain since I was a kid. This idea of what is what my computer spits out, I have to go to someplace. I have to go to someone that can stand within these thoughts and turn to an entire computer system, to an entire operating system. I'm telling you, I meet people, I'm like, you guys are incredible. They're like, we're just regular. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, no, you're not. Bali Chuva are not regular people. Converts are not regular people. People that grow in whatever religion you're here, in whatever denomination you're listening to. I'm not speaking about anything in particular. The concept that somebody could look at their lives with the whole computer system of their lives. And because they see something or, or experience something, they they go to someone that's within them, to something that's within them, and then look at those thoughts and start resisting them. And sometimes they go through so much. They, they go through challenges in family. They go through challenges in career. They go through challenges internally. And along the way, without them recognizing it, or maybe they do recognize it, what emerges is this source that was always there, but never fed. This identity, this entity that has the power to stare at a computer called the brain and say, nah, I don't think so. The brain's going, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just what are you talking about? You don't think so. Like, was it programmed? Like, it's programmed. You do this. And this person goes, nah, I don't think I'm doing it today. And, and the brain's like, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? Like, we've been doing this for like 20 years. Like, this is what we do. Person's like, yeah, I'm going to change that. Like, no, you're not. You know how much, you know how hard this is? You trust me. You really want to go up against me? You ain't changing this. And that person just keeps on moving, fails and starts and fails and starts and fails and starts. Okay. A righteous man gets up seven times. King Solomon said that. Okay. You fail. But this person strives and strives and pushes and changes their lives and changes their family. I met a woman yesterday on this show. Her name was Shannon. It was unbelievable. You got to check it out. You got to check out the show. Hopefully we'll, we'll put up our whole interview. She was a missionary trying to get Jews to become Christians. And she just had a hard time with certain types of Jews who knew their stuff. So she started to delve into it. And as she uncovered different things, her belief system started to crumble. And she mentioned how she's sitting in her house. And her whole world collapsed. Like everything just like crumbled around her. 
single, two little kids in an apartment and everything she knew was destroyed. And I'm not talking about religion versus religion right now. I'm talking about human being in a home alone, two little kids, everything, her whole mental schema collapsing. How is she standing right now? How has she built a whole new life for herself right now? How did she move and, and, and do all the things she's doing? Because she identified when that happened, that there was a source within her that was even bigger than her thoughts. What we see from all these types of people in our lives, and they seem like they're normal, but they're not. Because they're living with the, the a stronger soul. They're living with a power source that has been able to stand between the thoughts and say, no, yes, no, yes, you don't control me. And as soon as a person begins to understand that my thoughts don't control me, as soon as that begins, an entire new door of life opens up. As soon as a person says that even though I'm having these thoughts and they're happening again and again and again, I am not my thoughts. I choose my thoughts. I decide which thoughts I'm going to give life to and which thoughts I'm going to laugh at. I decide which temptations I'm going to follow and which I'm going to go stop it. It's not what I do. It's not who I am. And I have something inside me that is beyond thought. Because even though thought is intangible, it's still physical. Even though you can't sense it from a spiritual paradigm, it's still on the side of physical. That's why when you feel inspired, it's hard to put it into words. Because thought, when it comes into our brain, manifests as words to some extent. There are thoughts that you can't, well, that's what I'm getting at which is as thought, which the, I'm using thought as articulate thought now. As articulate thought comes into our lives, we've put a cover on it. It's still physical. It's not like I can sense it physical, but it's not, it's still in the world, the physical. Words is a communication tool in the physical world. That's why when you feel inspired, you're like, what did that feel like? You're like, I don't know. You're like, when you don't know, what did you feel like? You're like, I don't know. I felt great. What do you mean great? How great? And you're like, amazing. Like, wow, what does that mean? You're like, I can't put it into words. Why? Because it doesn't belong in words. I can't hold on to two plus two is four. I just can't hold on to the concept that two plus two is four. Where is it? I can't hold it because it's not something that my hands can grasp. Spirituality is not something that my, 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 the words can grasp. So every time you have a thought that's articulate, 
by definition, it is in a dimension that is the physical world. Michael just posted, for those of you who are live, Daily Boost episode 24. I just want to tell you how awesome that is. We're episode like 230-something, and he was able to pull up episode 24. You just made it all worth it, Michael. That's awesome. But this concept that we have, that we have this entity inside us, that is beyond even thought, for sure it's beyond action. I hope we're not even like talking that anymore. I don't have to eat if I don't want to eat. Like we know that, right? I don't have to do things, I don't, I, right? Actions are like for sure. And even beyond speech, I don't have to say that thing just because it comes into my brain. I don't need to say it, right? There's a filter. But as you get used to thinking, as you get used to experiencing the muscle of being able to look at thought and say, that's not really me. That thought's not mine. I don't know where that one came from. Honestly, it could be some old neuroplasticity back there. It could have been something that I saw that I didn't need to see. It could be something that, or it could be something that I've been doing for 20 years, but I made a decision and I'm not doing it anymore. So it's not me. Because my brain takes a long time to change. But my soul could change in a moment. My soul can change on one real decision. That's why we have a day called Yom Kippur. Because you can stand on Yom Kippur. And any other day that way, by the way. But specifically Yom Kippur. You can stand on Yom Kippur and make a decision and change your what, not the essence of your soul, but basically the properties or the, the cleanliness of your soul. You could. It's amazing. There's a famous case in the Talmud that speaks about this. There's a case in the Talmud that speaks about a, a, a man a, that gets married to his wife. And she says, I'll marry you on the condition that you're righteous. Are they married? Is he or isn't he righteous? She says, I'll marry you. No problem. On the condition that I'm not marrying some bum. I want you to be a righteous dude. They get married. The rabbis ask, well, is, it she, is she married? You can see into his heart. And the answer is they're married. You know why they're married for? Because the rabbis assumed that at some point during this process, if he's marrying a woman who wants to marry a righteous man, he had a thought of repentance. A hearer, a a desire to be better. And in that desire to be better, he became the person he wanted to be. That spiritual desire to be righteous at that moment he was. So at that moment the wedding was was the, the marriage was consummated. Your soul can change in an instant. You sit down for a minute and make a real decision. You're changing your soul. You're changing, you're cleaning your soul. So even though your brain may take a decade to catch up, it's not who you are. You could be doing something for 20 years. 
But when you decide you're not doing it anymore, who you are changes. And that's just old neuroplasticity now. That's just old brainwaves. It's just a computer program. You've upgraded. But you got some files in the system that needs to be uh, to be focused on. Normal. But as a person decides, and, and, this, and, and this is so critical. That means me and you right now can look at our lives and make a decision. What kind of person I want to be? What kind of parent, spouse, friend do I want to be? What kind of Jew or whatever religion you are do I want to be? But you can make a decision right now. If it's sincere, and you're in some ways that it may take time to manifest and feel normal. Okay. If you want to be healthy and you make a decision to be healthy, you're healthy. It may take time to manifest. It may take time for your brain to naturally pass on dessert. Fine. That's, that's the computer program. That's not who you are. Be, do, have. You are who you decide to be. And the rest of it has to catch up. That's normal. The company makes a move and goes left. It pivots. Okay. You got to figure out like who stays, who goes, how the systems work. Do you have enough employees? But you pivoted. You're heading in a new direction. It's called life. And that's our decision. But that's that's how I want us to go into the weekend. That's really what Shabbat is all about, I believe. Slowing down. You know, in life, we think we're being productive when we're busy. Many times we're not. Many times we're being lazy when we're busy. We're being mentally lazy by being busy. In life, sometimes the most productive use is thinking. It's questioning. It's wondering. And when we have a weekend and we have the opportunity to like digest these principles, to sit for a minute and go, wait, I am not my thoughts. The world is, is open before me. I'm watching people that overcame addictions. I'm watching people that change their whole belief structures. I'm watching, I'm hearing stories of these heroes that overcame real major challenges. What do I want for my life? What do I want to become? And whatever it is that I feel my next step is, that's who I am. If I make a decision to pursue it, my brain is going to have to come on board at some point, but it's okay. Because I'm not my thoughts and I'm not my habits and I'm not even my memory. I control my thoughts. I create my habits and believe it or not, I even select my memory. 
And when we have this feeling that I am this entity that is separate, and we really understand what that is, we realize that we've been given all the power we need to create a great life. We just need to really work for it. We need to work hard for it. But better work hard for something that we can control than not be in control at all. All right, everybody. Oh, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Good job, Shabbat Shalom. Let's really make it work. Let's really think about this. Let's together make a decision to do something, to be someone we weren't, even if it's a degree more than we were before. Let's not be blown away by our minds. It's just a computer. It's a sophisticated computer, but it's not just a computer. Let's not be blow, blown away by our thoughts. Let's recognize the control that we have and take responsibility for the life that we're supposed to lead. All right, everybody. Have an awesome Shabbos. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again next week. Take care.